coming up on our podcast today, I have a very special guest speaker, Mrs. Nita Wenrick. And Nita is going to be on our podcast today going over 10 myths and misconceptions about Medicare. And we're going to be debunking any false conceptions, any false ideas, and getting to the truth of Medicare so as to be able to help you get the best possible Medicare. Welcome in to Money Talks with the Money Doctor. Hosted by Audrey West. Money Talks with the Money Doctor. Audrey West is our host. In Audrey's experience, her office has 20-plus years helping hundreds of clients get ready for retirement. Plan for retirement. Very important. Folks, asset and income protection, retirement planning, investment planning, Social Security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning, creating tax-free retirement income strategies, folks. That's what it's all about. There's going to be an opportunity coming up on the podcast today to get on the calendar with Audrey West, no cost or obligation. So listen up. And when we open it up, when we open up the calendar, jump on those appointments. So we bring in Audrey West. She's the host, fiduciary advisor. She's in Newport Beach, California. And the show is Money Talks with the Money Doctor. Uh, And again, it's all about your retirement. Audrey, welcome in. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And I understand we have a special guest on the line. All right, Nita, thank you for being on here today. I call you the Medicare diva, as do all of your clients. How are you today? I'm really good, thanks. Perfect. And I know you've been working with seniors for more than 35 years. Uh, You've been you know, you've been great with every client with Medicare and also spent six years working with veterans to assist them in obtaining aid and attendance benefits. And I know you're an independent Medicare broker now. She is, listeners, she's licensed not only in California, but also Nevada, Oregon, Arizona, and Idaho. And Nita's passion is to educate people about all things Medicare and resources in senior care community, which is always improving the quality of their lives and during retirement. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Absolutely. So I'd love to go through these 10 myths and misconceptions about Medicare, get to the truth of them, and would love your information going through each one to shed some light on all of these important topics for our listeners today. And the first one is that Medicare is free. It's absolutely free health care. So is that true? Yes and no. So Medicare Part A, which is your inpatient uh, hospitalization, all of that, actually, if you've paid into Social Security for your 40 quarters, you get that for free. That's not going to cost you anything. And that you get when you turn 65. But Part B is your outpatient. So that's doctors, labs, um, um, emergency care, anything like that that's outpatient care is part B. And there is a premium attached to that. So when you enroll in part B, which you need to do, you're going to be paying this premium. This year, it's $170.10. Depending on your gross income, it could be more than that. So most people, it's uh, on the lower end, but it can be up was a $500, depending on how much you make, if you're making over $750,000 a year uh, jointly as a couple. So um, the other thing is to, um, if you have a premium, you might will have a premium for a drug plan or for a Medigap plan. So there are some costs associated with Medicare. So it is not free health care. Okay. So it's really important to get with you and make sure you're paying 
you know, for what you're paying, you're getting the highest value. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Well, that's the first one. And the second one is that Medicare costs the same amount for everyone. A lot of people say that. And is that true? No, that's not true. Because as I just said, you have that Part B premium, which is dependent on your income. So if you are making, like I said, over $750,000, you're going to be paying almost over $500 a month for just your Part B premium. If you're making less than $192,000 a month uh, for a, or a year for your gross um, income as a couple, then you will be only paying that $170 a month. So it's, it's very different. And also, as far as do you have an advantage plan because the premiums for those are different? Do you have a drug plan? The premiums for those are different. Do you need a Medicare supplement? Depending on your age and where you live, the, those premiums can be different. So that's, again, why you need to talk with somebody that really can look at your specific situation and say, this is what you're going to pay. These are going to be your costs so that you're not surprised, you know, when you get a bill from Social Security from Medicare for, you know, $800 for three months of uh, Medicare Part B premium. So it's, it's very, very individualized. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And for me, when I'm working with my clients in their retirement plans, that what we don't like is a lot of surprise monthly costs. So it's really important when we're making a financial plan to have a good idea of how much the client is going to be spending per month annually, and we'll be able to rely on that with, of course, a cushion, but you don't want to be completely caught off guard. As much as possible, you want to be able to plan those costs. Exactly. And when you are, you know, I know the algorithms that you use to figure out what their medical costs are going to be. Those are, again, kind of a generic. When what I do is I look specifically at their individual needs, the individual plans, and I can give them a really good idea of what it's going to cost with, you know, factoring in inflation and all, but it, we can be really specific about what it's going to cost. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. That would be very helpful. Great. Okay. And moving on to the third one. So the third one is Medicare covers everything, including long-term care. Now, Describe how Medicare works for long-term care and describe what it covers and does it cover everything? Okay, it does not cover everything. Um, so what Medicare does cover is say that you've been in the hospital and you've broken your leg, you've had a stroke, something like that, and you need rehab. So Medicare, original Medicare, covers 20 days in a rehab facility 100%. So that's off the top. It doesn't matter which plan you're on, you're going to be covered for that. After that, from day 21 to day 100, as you're rehabbing, depending on what plan you are on, you can have a copay. Some plans, it's $100 a day. Some plans, it's $50 a day. It just depends on the plan that you're on. But past day 100, at day 101, Medicare says, okay, you're here for the long haul. You're going to be here. This is no longer rehab. This is long-term care. And Medicare pays nothing 
they do continue to pay for your medical bills, but as far as being in a skilled nursing or in a rehab facility, that custodial care, they do not cover it. So that's something that I, takes a lot of people by surprise. I know that you know at the end of that um, hundred days, they're not covered, and that's something I know, Audrey, that that you look at with people those long-term care costs because we live longer and we need to think about what would happen if you know, that situation arose. So yeah, Medicare is not going to cover it. Okay. Well, that sheds a lot of light on that. And the average cost for long-term care is $6,000 a month. So it is a pretty hefty cost that we do have to plan for. And if Medicare is not going to cover everything, then it's very important that you plan for that. There are a lot of tools and proven strategies to give a long-term care benefit without paying a very, very high premium. There's a lot of ways to be able to have a long-term care benefit within investments even these days because the need for long-term care is really growing rapidly in the States, as we know. So that's really good to know. And for those listeners who might not have long-term care or maybe were relying on it, maybe Nita's information comes as a shock, it's good you learn now. And just know that you can set up ways to have long-term care benefits and other care in addition to your Medicare. And the one thing that I run across very often are um, adult children that are taking care of their parents. And Mm -hmm. they will call me and say, my mom, you know, she's been in a skilled nursing rehabbing and now it's long-term care and Medicare is not covering it. And I go, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, you're (laughs) right. right. Uh Medicare is not covering it. So I think, you know, and something that you do when you work with younger people and that I do when I work with the, like the children of seniors is to say, you need to know what Medicare covers and doesn't so that if your parent or parents get to that point, you're not going to be blindsided by it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's very helpful. Good. And between Nita and myself, we have a lot of solutions to help make sure that you and your family are set up so that you are all cared for health-wise. And if anything unexpected comes up, you're cared for in that regard as well. Great. So we'll move on to the next one here, which is the fourth one. And this one is Medicare costs and coverage will not change. So go into that for us, Nita. Uh, Will Medicare costs and coverage be guaranteed to stay the same once they enroll, or could it potentially change? It's a given that it's going to change. So um, at the bottom of all of this is the fact that the Part B premium goes up every year. And it usually goes up about 10%. So we were looking... Last year, it was at 148.50. We were looking for it to go to about 158, $160 this year. We were all like flabbergasted when it went to $170.10. That just surprised all of us. So that part re premium is going to go up every year. And then um, if you have a medic um, supplement, what we call a Medigap plan, that's going to go up every year. You get a nice little card on your birthday that says, happy birthday, by the way, your premium is going to increase. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> um, so there you, I mean, it, you, it goes up with a, with kind of a, a regularity. I mean, it's not usually a whole lot, but it does go up and the, every now and then the, um, the supplement plans will do like an across the board uh, kind of a leveling of about 5%. So your premiums will go up and then on your birthday goes up again. So that, that does change. Um, as far as the coverage, 
the coverage doesn't change necessarily. Um, the co-pays stay the same. What's happened lately with the Advantage plans, which are the HMO plans, is the coverage has actually gotten better. So it's it's changed for the better. The the co-pays and the maximum out of pockets and um, have gone down. So we've been really pleased with that. So people that are on those Advantage plans, those are the plans you see in the fall, um, you know, on TV, all those wonderful ads. Those are the Advantage plans. Those actually every year the coverage gets better and better. So um, it does change and the costs are going to be, um, you know, they're going to fluctuate. So not during the year, but at the end, you know, every year it's going to change a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so if you have a price at the beginning of the year, can you guarantee that that price will stay, or not guarantee, but can you look forward to that price staying about the same throughout that year? Yes, yes. So with the Advantage plans, they those are set in stone as of January 1st. Uh, the only thing that can possibly change not on the Advantage plans, but with some of the other plans, are the drug formulary costs. Those can change at any time during the year. They are not set in stone. So I have people calling me saying, you know, last month I was paying this much for my medication, and this much I'm, month I'm paying this much. Well, that's mm -hmm. what happens. Sometimes those formularies change. And actually, I've had several people call me in the last couple of weeks saying it's gone up. Well, it has to do with the supply chain and all the craziness going on in the world you know the drug price prices have become a little higher so yeah so those drug prices tend to be a little less stable okay yeah that makes sense okay well very helpful good and then number five so we have ten of these we're going to get the, to the truth on today and it's all been very helpful so far so the fifth one I want to ask you Nita Medicare coverage is automatic when you turn 65. So is that true? Do, do you just get enrolled or what what does someone have to do? What should they be which what is on the responsibility of each person themselves to do? Is it automatic or do they need to do anything? So it's again a yes and no question. So part A, which again is that inpatient, when you turn 65, if you have paid your 40 quarters into Social Security, you will get part A automatically. But part B is one of those things where if, like, say you have a really good employer plan and you're not planning to retire, maybe you have a wife and still kids on your plan because kids can be on their plan longer. Um, you don't want to drop that plan because your family wouldn't have coverage. So you don't have to enroll in Part B when you're 65 if you have creditable coverage when, and an employer plan counts as that. So you can wait maybe till you're 70 to enroll in Part B. And you, you go on ssa.gov. It's a pretty easy process. You enroll and tell them when you want it to start, and the process goes forward. And there will be no... Pre, no um, penalties. People I get all the time. They're turning 65. They're still working. Somebody told me that if I don't enroll in Part B, I'm going to get penalties. Yeah, that's not going to happen if you have credible coverage. So you don't want to be paying out that Part B premium if you don't have to. And once you enroll in it to disenroll and then re-enroll, it, it, it gets really complicated. So I, I like to talk to people about six months out from turning 65 to make sure they know what the process is going forward. So it automatically, it's not automatic for Part B that you have to enroll in. 
Okay, that makes sense. And so six months out, you mentioned six months out from age 65. Is that the best time to start on this process and to contact you, Nita? It really is because you're starting to get all kinds of stuff in the mail and phone calls, which you're not supposed to get, but you get them anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. And so people get very confused and they have stacks and stacks of stuff. And, you know, they'll say, well, should I call this person? Or, you know, there's this 800 number. And I always say, please don't call an 800 number. And the reason is what I do is I look at your doctor's. I look at your medications. I look at, do you travel? Do you live half the year here, half the year in Minnesota? You know, all of those things are going to play into your Medicare and what you need. And um, I want to make sure people aren't frustrated and aren't, aren't bullied into doing something that they don't need to do or they shouldn't do. So that's why I like to start early, kind of get that roadmap going for them. And so that when this stuff comes in the mail, they can go, eh, I don't need this. I've got somebody that's going to help me. So, yeah, six months right. is a really good good time to, to get started. And, and we can actually start the enrollment process three months out from their 65th birthday. So, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, and I would imagine that this takes a lot of the headache off of the individual who's applying for Medicare or starting to Medicare to take Medicare. I mean, calling these numbers, waiting on hold, knowing what questions to ask, you know, all of those things, it's, there's so many details and it's such a complicated system that giving that responsibility over to you must be a big load off. You know, I've had people that uh, when I talk to them, they're like just all nervous. And I say, here's what I'm going to do. This is, this is what I think you need going forward. I will contact you on such and such a date and we will, you know, get the process started. And literally people go, ah, thank you. <laughs> Sigh <laughs> of relief. <laughs> it, seriously, I mean, it's, it really does take that load off of people because there's so many other crazy things going on in the world that if, if I can help take this one little thing off of them, make it easy for them because it's, it, it is complicated, but it doesn't have to be. We do one step at a time. And because uh, you get a book, when you are aging into Medicare, you get this book that is about two inches thick from Social Security Administration. It has everything you want to know about every Medicare plan in the 50 United States. And it is just daunting. And people are like, what am I supposed to do with this? I go, you know, use it for kindling <laughs> or something. Because it's just, it's too much. It's overload for people. So we try to make it easy for them and, and basic bake, break it down to its basic components and, and go forward that way. So yeah, I, I love doing right. that for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you have that two inch book memorized, right, Nina? Just kidding. Oh yeah. Every page. <laughs> <laughs> might as well, may, might as well. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm the same way with my clients because I am not the Medicare diva and I'm not a Medicare expert. You know, I'm the financial advisor. I'm a fiduciary. I manage the investments, the retirement plan and investment plans. And uh, all of my clients who are in the age bracket of looking at Medicare or already on Medicare, they ask me, can you help me with Medicare? And I just say, no, I can't. I want you to talk to Nita. It's a whole nother subject. And, you know, Nita has done so many seminars that take a full hour on Medicare. She's helped so many clients, hundreds and hundreds of people she's helped. And 
for me to pretend to know all the ins and outs, it would take me off of what I am an expert at. So I say, right. look, let me be the expert at my job and let her be the expert at her job. And now you have two people who are experts on your team and we can cover anything you need. And I do the same with taxes as well. I don't, I'm definitely not a CPA. I know definitely a lot more than the average about taxes but I'm not a CPA. So I say, you know, we all work together. And that's what I love about being able to send a client to need us so that you can get that just completely taken care of. And you don't have to worry about all the ins and outs of your Medicare. Yeah. Yeah. And the same way, you know, I, I know a little bit about annuities, just enough to be dangerous. So when I can <laughs> you know, refer to somebody like Audrey that knows uh, the ins and outs, then you're, I'm going to do that because my, that's not my focus. Good. Yeah. Expert in one thing, but not, you know, not at them all. Well, thank you, Nita. This has been really helpful so far and uh, I really appreciate it. We'll take a short break and then we'll go over into the next five topics. Those were the first five myths and misconceptions about Medicare that we've gotten to the truth on so far. So today for the next 10 callers, we have a really great offer for you. As Nita mentioned, the best time to start talking to her about Medicare is six months before you turn 65. Now, no matter your age, whether you're already taking Medicare, whether you're looking at it, if you have any Medicare questions at all, Nita is giving a no-cost consultation where you will be able to get all of your Medicare questions answered. You'll get, learn the ins and outs of anything that you're wondering about you and Medicare and how it might apply to you or help you. So go ahead and call in and Morgan will give the information on how to do that in a minute. But also as part of the offer, uh, you're also able to receive a no-cost consultation in order to receive a Social Security Maximization Report. And that consultation will be with me. I'll be able to go over details of when and how to file for Social Security specific to you and give you the best strategy for you and your family to get the most out of Social Security. Now, I've done hundreds of these reports for hundreds of clients, and I will tell you, we've gotten clients tens of thousands of dollars more in Social Security by applying at the correct time with the correct maximizing strategy for you, for your spouse, and making sure that you have the right strategy in place. So go ahead and call in. Uh, Morgan will give me information on how to get that scheduled. And we look forward to being able to help you. Oh, fantastic. This is a courtesy service provided at no cost just to help educate and enlighten. There are two ways that you can book an appointment. You can call this number, 855-584-3637. That's 855-584-3637. Or you can go to the website, themoneydoctors.com. Go to Audrey's page and you can sign up there as well. Once again, you're listening to Money Talks with the money doctor, Audrey West. We're going to talk more about the myths about Medicare. We've gotten through five. We've got five more to go with our special guest, Nita Winrick, the Medicare diva. That's coming up next. Welcome back into Money Talks with the Money Doctor. Audrey West is here. She is your host. Again, Audrey's experience 
Her office has 20 plus years helping hundreds of clients plan for their retirement. And let me tell you something, folks, there's a lot that goes into retirement. It's not just a retirement plan, it's asset and income. It's retirement planning, it's investment planning, it's social security planning, tax planning, and today we're focusing on Medicare planning. Yeah, there are plans within the plan, folks. So our special guest today is Nita Winrick, the Medicare diva. We've gotten through five of the 10 myths about Medicare. So Audrey, I'm excited. I want to hear the next five. Take it away. Thank you so much. And thank you, Nita, for debunking any myths and giving us some reliable information to use when planning Medicare. It's very important that we have this planned. I work with hundreds of people who definitely do not want a lot of large surprises and they don't want to deal with the headaches of Medicare. So I send them to Nita and she always takes great care of them. So no, you're in good hands with Nita. And Nita, the next one is I can enroll in Medicare whenever I want. Now, is that true? Give us the skinny on that. Well, it's true if you want to accrue all kinds of penalties. So, um, but generally, no. There are certain what we call enrollment periods. And the first one is when you turn 65, you have three months before, the month of your birthday, and three months after to enroll in Medicare without any penalties. So I keep people, try to keep them in line, getting that done on time. Um, there's also in the fall, we have annual enrollment where we see all the ads over and over again on TV uh, for different, uh, these are the Advantage plans that you see, Humana, Anthem, Scan, all of those. And um, you can make changes, you can enroll at that point and um, without penalties, um, generally you can. Um, as far as enrolling in a plan, enrolling in Part B, that's a, a little different situation, but for to enroll in a Medicare plan. Then from the 1st of January to the end of March, we have open enrollment, which is a time when you can make some changes to your plans. And then throughout the year, there are special enrollment periods, uh, depending uh, if you move, if you um, have a chronic disease diagnosed, um, uh, if you go on or off Medicaid, there's all kinds of other uh, times when we might be able to make changes to your plan. But as far as enrolling in uh, Medicare itself, if you are turning 65, if you are under 65 and have been on uh, disability for two years, that gives you an enrollment period. And if you're leaving an employer plan um, or a divorced or something like that, th that opens those enrollment periods for you. So there are specific times that we want to do that. Okay. So again, when is the best time to contact you at what age and what time to make sure we don't miss any of these and that they can get taken care of? Yeah. So the best time is about six months out from either um, retirement, where you're going to be leaving an employer plan, or from turning 65, um, or from if you know that you're going to be moving across the country, something like that, the sooner the better to get the information so that there'll be a smooth transition because we don't want any gaps in your coverage. And if the gaps are too long, you can accrue penalties. So six months out from any life-changing event, whether it's turning 65 or, or something else, is a really good um, kind of a general time I like to talk to people. Six months prior to the event, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. So it, whatever your age is, you know, you can consult Nita now, as you know, we offered that, but six months before 65 or six months before retirement, make sure you get your ducks in a row with her and she'll take care of you. And thank you for the information on that one. So the next one, number seven is I cannot qualify for Medicare because I am in poor health. I know a lot of people have said that. What is the truth on that one? That's not true. So when you are aging into Medicare or when you are new to Medicare, so if you're leaving an employer plan, you are what we call guaranteed issue. So you signing anytime you enroll in, in Medicare Part B, there are no under there's no underwriting. I mean you just enroll. They don't ask you questions about your um, health or anything for Part B when you enroll in that. That's kind of a separate issue. But the plans, so um, the Advantage plans, which are the HMO plans, they never do underwriting. They will never ask you your health history. It's not dependent on that. You are guaranteed to get one of those plans. But also, if you have a, a disease. So I have a woman who turned 65, and she has metastatic breast cancer. Mm. And she was just sure she was not going to be able to get a supplement plan, a, a Medigap plan, because of her diagnosis. And I said, no. We can get that for you because you are a guaranteed issue, meaning they will, they have to accept you when you are turning 65, when you enroll in a supplement plan. And we did. And her premium dropped from about $1,200 a month to $130 a month for basically the same plan. One was Medicare, one was not. So if you are trying to switch plans into a different Medigap plan or something like that, then there might be some issues. But generally, to get Medicare, they're not going to look at your health history just to get straight Medicare or one of the Advantage plans. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, actually, to to be able to get people on a plan when they have extremely serious, you know, health issues. So um, they don't believe me. when I tell them <laughs> until it comes through. So it, that, that's pretty awesome to be able to do that for people and get yeah. a really good plan for them. Yeah, I love doing that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, great. Very helpful. All right. And number eight, I cannot get Medicare because I never worked or did not work long enough. So the two situations, one would be a, maybe a wife that had never worked or worked taking care of kids, that kind of thing, you know, like moms do, housewives do, um, mm-hmm. stay-at-home moms. And But you, a, a woman, and you know this, just like with Social Security, you can actually file on your spouse's Social Security to get Medicare. So you're allowed to do that. So um, because both of my grandmothers, neither one of them worked, and they were able to file on um, my grandfather's uh, social security. So that's one case. The other case is maybe you didn't work quite enough um, quarters uh, to get, either get social security and then to get Medicare. And I know, Audrey, you've come across this too. Sometimes people will take a job for, you know, a year or so just to just, I mean, flip in burgers or something just to get those quarters in to be able then to um, enroll in Medicare or to get their social security or both. So Mm -hmm. you can do that also. Yeah, I know we've, we've had cases like that, but also you can get Medicare without ever having paid into social security. It is not cheap. (laughs) It is pretty expensive because at that point you are paying for that part a premium 
which is right around $500. And then the Part B premium is going to be on top of that. So you're looking at probably six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month for your um, health care, which is still not bad. I mean, it, as far as health care goes, but it's not cheap. Um, but you can still do it. It's still possible to get Medicare, um, but you just have to pay more. Mm, okay, good. That makes sense. Good. And if any listeners have any questions about any of this, remember, you can set up a consultation with Nita, and we'll give you the specifics on how to do that at the end of this segment. And you can ask all your questions and all the questions that pertain specifically to you. All right, good. Now, moving on to number nine, we have two more here to debunk or find out if they're true, false. And the number nine is Medicare only covers people 65 years and older. So give us the insight on what is the age? Is that true or false? That's false. Because if you have been on disability for at least two years, then you can get Medicare. So it doesn't matter your age. I mean, there, I have very young, like people in their 20s, 30s that have a severe disability, you know, intellectual or cerebral palsy or something like that. And they are able to get on Medicare after two years. So that's one way. If you have um, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, amyolateral I never can say it right, ALS, um, mm -hmm. you also are um, eligible at, at any age to get Medicare or if you have end-stage renal disease. Those three things allow you to get Medicare at a younger age, So, which is pretty awesome to be able to get yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So what is the youngest age you would be able to qualify for Medicare? I, you know, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I've got you know, young, very young teens that are, have qualified for Medicare because they have, a, a, you know, a disability uh, mm. that where that it's never going to go away. I mean, they were born with it or, you know, and so they, they could get Medicare. There's no age actually um, on the bottom end if they've been disabled for at least two years. So, yeah. Okay. I think that is not very widely known and that's really good information. So if anyone listening to this has maybe a child or someone they know that fits into that category, definitely set up a meeting and Nita can help you out. That's really helpful. Well, most of the time, children like the, you know, or young people, they're probably involved with like a, um, a hospital or a regional center, somebody like that, that helps them with that, um, with Medicare at that point, they help. Um, not very often do I have to do that. Sometimes I help switch a plan. But as far as getting onto Medicare, usually the doctors and the social workers, the caseworkers are there to help them when they're very young to do that. I can certainly do that, but I don't see that too often. So yeah. they're usually okay, already great. there when I get them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. And then the last one here is Medicare and Medicaid are basically the same thing. So nope. is that true? <laughs> Not true, not true. So Medicare, as we've been talking about, is a federally funded program that we've paid into for our whole working careers. And it's federal only. And then the supplements and the Advantage plans, those are private health uh, insurance companies that come in and fill in those gaps that original Medicare doesn't cover. Medicaid is federally, state, and county uh, funded. So, and Medicaid, or here in California, we, it's Medi-Cal, uh, but other states, it's different things. But Medicaid is basically 
kind of can act with Medicare, act as a secondary to Medicare almost. So if you're on Medica Medicare and then you qualify for Medicaid, you can put them together and pretty much get really all of your health care costs covered, including your Part B premium. Very often they will pick that up. So it really fills in even more so those gaps that even the Advantage plans don't cover. So um, Medi-Cal or Medicaid is generally used for low-income people. Um, you have its a certain amount of income and assets that you have, or for long-term. So if somebody, as we were talking earlier, has, is in a skilled nursing facility after that 100th day, then very, if people are not set up to cover that, then very often they will apply for Medicaid to help cover those long-term care costs. So that's kind of the difference there. Great. Well, that makes sense. And Nita, you've definitely shed a lot of light onto all of these topics. I know it seems very simple to you, but it, there is a lot to it. And the way that you describe it is really easy to understand, which I love. And you've taken this complicated subject with a lot of rules and a lot of things to think about, and you're able to bring them down and take care of it for the client. So yes. that's why I loved having you on here today. It's been really great. I Again, when a client comes to me and they say, look, you know, I'm 64, plan out my retirement, help me with my investments and help me with Medicare. I say, great, I'll do all the first, but the last Medicare, I'm going to send you to my Medicare diva, Nita Wenrick, and she's going to take excellent care of you. And they've always come back to me saying, yeah, she was great. She's lovely to work with. She's nice. She's, she keeps things simple and she cares about the client. So it's been really good to have you on here today. Now, because you are on here, I'm going to give the special offer, which is really great and really helpful for anyone who is has any questions about Medicare. Go ahead and call in. We'll give you all the specifics on how to do this, but we're going to offer a no-cost consultation with Nita where she's going to answer any question you might have at all, any concern, any question about Medicare, as well as today we are offering a no-cost consultation in order to get a maximized report for Social Security. A lot of people looking at Medicare also need Social Security. If you are nearing the age of 60 or even 62, anywhere in there, or older, make sure you take advantage of the no-cost consultation for a Social Security maximization report. The Social Security will be with me where we will plan out the best way to maximize your Social Security for you and or you and your spouse and get the most out of Social Security. And I've done this for hundreds of clients where I've been able to maximize the Social Security and get tens of thousands of dollars of more Social Security benefits for my clients. So for the next 10 callers, we're gonna offer that today and Morgan will give the specifics on how to schedule that if you'd like to schedule it yourself or call in. And thank you so much, Nita, for being on here today. It's been extremely helpful. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Well, let's get started. You heard the offer. There it is. We have 10 positions on the calendar with Audrey West or uh, with Nita Winrick, uh, the Medicare 
Diva, our guest today on the show. And again, the 10 myths about Medicare, we went over it, and certainly it has been an education. I feel like I have my Medicare degree. Uh, but you <laughs> have an opportunity right now to get on the calendar with Audrey or uh, with Nita if it comes to Social Security or with Medicare. And again, no cost or obligation. And the goal of the show is to help you make the best decision. Call this number now, 855-584-3637. That's 855-584-3637. Or you can go to the website, themoneydoctors.com, and go to Audrey West's page and just click on the appointment button. 855-584-3637. That's 855-584-3637. Call now or go to the website, themoneydoctors.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a professional. All rights reserved.